0: Time to buy, sell, or hold on the sport market. The stock market of sport.
1: Presented by Pastime Sports and Games. SP Game Warn is the release of the week at pastimesports.ca or any of their four retail locations in the lower mainland of British Columbia. Uh, The newest location in Langley. They've also got locations at Guildford Town Center in Surrey, uh, Burnaby Town, and Tawasson Mills in Delta. Our Buy and Sell panel presented by Pastime Sports and Games is comprised of John Festinger of the UBC Law School, TRU uh, University. Uh, John, before we go any further, obviously um, you were in the middle of a community that was really. Fortunate uh, uh, traffic accident and the loss of life uh, certainly the TRU community where you teach at uh, uh, shaken up.
2: Well, I was there on Thursday, which was the day after the accident, and word had come down that one of the athletes was lost, um, and it, it was certainly known and noticed, and um, and it it affected students in the class. You could see that.
1: In addition to John Festinger, Aziz Rajwani, the UBC. Saunders School of Business, Langara College School of Management, and Tino Ferra in the producer's chair. He's really strutting his stuff this weekend because NL season is back, baby, and he is a happy camper. Of course, the Vancouver Warriors fans would be happier with a win in the home opener on Friday night. That didn't happen. Panther City uh, comes away uh, from the Dallas-Fort Worth uh, area with the win against the hometown Warriors. Round one of Buy and Sell. We've been asking uh, this question. We're going to continue to ask it. Uh, The Vancouver Canucks, uh, John Festinger, are they a divisional playoff team, a wild card team, or are they going to find a way to be overtaken by some of the rapidly improving bottom dwellers?
2: They are still, in my mind, a divisional team, but give me another week or two and I might make them a wild card team. Let's see how the Oilers, who are on a hot streak, um, keep going. I personally am less worried about the Calgary Flames. Uh, I think they'll flame out at a certain point. Um, but I am worried about the Oilers, and it doesn't look like the Kings are slowing down. Um, so it may not be until March, but the Canucks will be um, uh, challenged just to keep their divisional status. But I I think they can do it.
1: Uh, Aziz Rajwani, what are you buying at this juncture of the season?
3: Hey, I just want to make sure. So Calgary, Daryl Sutter is gone, but John, you still think Calgary will flame up. You still don't like Calgary. I, I, I remember last year, you did not like Daryl Sutter one bit. But here, here's what I think, Tom. I think they'll still be division, but I have some consternation, but I'm still going to go with the fact that they're going to be you know, in the top three. What I appreciated until last week or maybe 10 days ago is the fact that they never lost more than two games and they only did that twice. There were a whole bunch of wins. There was a loss sprinkled in there, another loss sprinkle in there, but they never lost more than two. And the two were pretty well in the second week of the season at the outset after their first two wins. But now when you look at it, there's a loss, there's a win, there's a loss, there's a win, there's a loss, there's a win, there's a loss. Instead of having a loss sandwiched between two wins, they have a win sandwiched between two losses, and that can't continue. So I think now that the defense core is a little more strengthened with the trade, Uh, You know, they have been beset by injuries, but everyone, you know, that's something that you deal with the risk any team deals with. And I think they can still do it, but I think the next 10 days are going to tell the real story. Nikita
1: Zadorov, of course, will be the talk of the town. Uh, He's playing against his old team on Saturday night, hockey night in Canada, Uh, Vancouver Canucks. uh, Let's let's give them a few days with him in the lineup because don't forget, a lot of this uh, playing 500 kind of business has come with an injury-depleted team, especially on the back end, and that's where Vancouver can afford that least. Tino Ferrer. So my
3: sources, my sources, the are telling me that on his playlist this week, constantly, the song by Elton John, "Oh, has been on on on, on talk. It's- playlist
1: that definitely deserves a fine we're just going to determine the amount of the fine we'll have our panel meet on this separately aziz we'll ask you to leave the room there be
3: a suspension
1: Uh, there might well there might be a suspension but definitely a fine i don't know about the suspension but definitely a fine um uh, we operate like the national hockey league (laughs) but uh, uh tino Ferra, in the producer's chair are you buying that the canucks are still a divisional playoff team, a wildcard playoff team, or have they fallen out of favor in your stock analysis?
0: I still think they're a divisional playoff team. Like of course, there, there's it's the ebbs and flows of this of the season, the peaks and valleys. Everybody knew this was coming. I think we're kind of seeing peak Vancouver Canucks fandom here a little bit when the highs are so high and then the lows are so low regardless of of if they're playing a little bit mediocre. Um, I don't think it's quite as bad as people are making it out to be I think it's just a little bit of a blip right now that being said they do need to find themselves back in the win column and play a little bit more consistently because it's been uh, a stretch like Aziz was talking about of some lackluster play.
1: I'm still pegging them, especially with the moves that they made this week, that Patrick Alvin made this week uh, and the coaching structure, the the game structure that uh, Rick Tockett has brought to the Canucks. I still believe they finished top three Pacific division, but I'll tell you something, it's going to be a very interesting Pacific division in particular in Western Conference in general. Uh, Just uh, departing, from pure buy and sell, just for a moment, uh, John Festinger, can you recall the last time a uh, Vancouver Canucks made a trade where it appeared that they so convincingly won the deal, uh, given the cost of um, a third round and a fifth round for uh, you know someone who 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 should be no less than top six, possibly top four in the lineup.
2: Um. I'm I'm trying to remember if it was a trade or a free agent signing.
1: What was Luongo? Uh, Luongo was was it was a trade. Well then trade.
2: clearly that would be the winning trade. That's how I remembered it too.
1: Well, I'll tell you, it's been a long time, is what I'm getting at. That, and and I think there was so much pent up demand in terms of hockey operations uh, uh, moves, uh, uh, but uh, uh, there, 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 it was hard to argue that Patrick Albin didn't do exactly what was in the best interest of the Vancouver Canucks it, with the deal. It
2: was a great, it was a great trade, and I apologize. I took it as a trivia question.
1: <laughs> no problem at all. So- a- Aziz, go ahead.
3: You know, but you have to look at it from this perspective. Yes, gave up a fifth that we got from Chicago and gave up a third. So it looks like we won the trade. But you also have to look at what pressure did Calgary have from the player himself who publicly said he wanted out? No, no question. Of, you know, no question. No question. But it's, but it's, it, but it's up side, to Alvin yes, to take yes,
1: advantage yes, of it. Yes, and yes, he, he did, percent. right? Oh,
3: yeah. And hopefully now what happens is enough, he plays well and then he's re-signed at a reasonable rate. Because he's basically a free agent at the end of the
1: season, right? I think it comes down to what Talkett, what Rick Tockett said here. He's in his uh, contract year. Uh, he's got a lot to prove. Uh, and, and certainly he's got an opportunity to be on a playoff team and contribute to it. No question. Tino Ferra, just very quickly, uh, a- any doubt in your mind that this is a clear win by Patrick Elvin, Jim Rutherford and the Vancouver Canucks?
0: No, it's it's absolutely a win and like you know, everybody means the the catchphrase is a tidy piece of work. So now depending on how he plays, we'll see how negotiations go and, and we'll see if he wants to stick around.
1: We'll get into a couple of other rounds of buy and sell presented by Pastime Sports and Games next, including what does our panel buy? As the capacity that will be expanded to at Royal Athletic Park in Victoria for Touchdown Pacific, BC Lions hosting the Ottawa Redblacks August 31st to kick off Labor Day weekend next year. Also, we'll ask the panel are they buying the Quebec City? very much becomes the focus of the CFL with a lack of movement in Halifax for that elusive 10th franchise that Randy Ambrosie and the CFL want so badly. And who are the four NFC teams that make it to a final four? And just how big will the television numbers be? We'll get into all of that with the second part of, of Buy and Sell presented by Pastime Sports and Games.
0: You're listening to The Sport Market on Sportsnet 650.
3: Well, it's kind of like, you know, Clark Kent when he suddenly uh, pulls the tie off and rips open the shirt and he's got the Superman suit and cape on, you just, uh, you just fly. So, you know, I put the glasses on and I'm off and running and everybody has a good time. So that's what it's all about. I mean, the people are there. They will come up to you and they say oh i remember the first time i saw the movie here's my favorite line and you know i'm, I'm going to show it to my kid tonight and so it's, it's always a good time good laughs and uh, and everybody everybody around has a great time at it
1: that is dave hansen of the hansen brothers from the 1977 classic slap shot a cult classic indeed of course he was at the langley Location of Pastime Sports and Games two weeks ago for a special trade night and autograph signing session. He'll be featured this weekend on the episode of Pastime Radio, the collectible show. Uh, uh, Ken Richardson and myself hosting that. Uh, check your local listings uh, for the uh, Times, including on Sportsnet 650 in Vancouver, which is Saturdays, 1 p.m. Pacific. We're going to wrap up our buy and sell panel with a couple of rounds here very quickly. Quebec City, before we get to Touchdown Pacific, Quebec City, John Festinger, are you buying that Quebec City winds up becoming the focal point for the CFL uh, after all these years of trying to figure out a way to make a 10th franchise work in Atlantic Canada, or is there still hope for Halifax? and Region to be that 10th franchise and really give the league a Mariusquid mare from sea to sea to sea.
2: Well, it would be lovely to have Halifax and the Maritimes, but I don't think the CFL should wait. They need a 10th team now, um, so absolutely Quebec City, if it's a viable option, I would go to that and then figure out how, how to add an 11th and 12th team potentially later on.
1: I mean, that's where you get into really interesting conversations around Touchdown Pacific and is Victoria in that mix down the road? Of course, the BC Lions and Amar Doman would, would have to completely shape that under their terms, so to speak. Is it Saskatoon or wherever? Aziz Rajwani, very quickly, are you buying Quebec City over Halifax at this stage as the 10th franchise in the CFL?
3: Well, you're going to have to excuse me your time. I just got a knock on the door. I just called the Brinks truck, and I think they came over really quickly. I'm just going to put all my money in the back of the truck. And the reason I'm going to do that is because of P.K. And I'm talking about P.K. Subban. I'm talking about P.K. Pelado. P.K. Pelado taking over the ownership of the Alouettes. Remember, this is a block Quebecois political heavyweight. And Quebec City, in my opinion, he's got a lot of contacts in that province. In Quebec City, like I said, I'm putting all my money in the Brinks truck right now as we speak.
1: I'm leaning that way as well. I do think that the rivalry with Montreal Alouettes would be terrific, and I just think that they'd be better able to get to a stadium deal that makes sense for football CFL style than it seems they're going to be able to. Now, listen, I'd love to see it be Halifax, but at this stage, the CFL really needs, for a number of reasons, symmetry and balance of schedule, needs 10 franchises. We can talk about what it would take to get to 12 in some fantasy future CFL in the coming weeks. Maybe we'll dedicate one of our year end editions uh, of the show to that end. Uh, Round number four of Buy and Sell, presented by Pastime Sports and Games. Kirk McLean at Pastime Sports and Games, Sunday, December 3rd. That's at the new Langley location autograph session with Captain Kirk. You can get all the details at pastimesports.ca. BC Lions, John Festinger, are you buying that they push for 10000 uh, expansion at Royal Athletic Park, or do you see it being 12,000, or do you see it being 14,000? That's apparently the highest that they can go. How far do they push the envelope in terms of capacity for Touchdown Pacific Labor Day weekend against the Red Blacks?
2: I would say go as far as you can, because there is potentially a business win, and there is also just if you can get to fourteen. You have really proven something.
1: Yeah. And and that's what my take just before we hear from Aziz to me, they're not going to delivery capacity that they don't think they've got any chance of meeting because they want this to be a sellout. Being a sellout is more important than if it's 10, 12, or 14, in my view. From a business development point of view, from a demand supply point of view, that would be my take. I wouldn't be surprised that they can sell out the full 14,000, but uh, unless they're extremely confident, they won't go that far, in my view. Aziz, your take
3: well, they've got a they've got a nine month window, and I think you got to play the salt and pepper song. Push it, push it to the limit, push it to fourteen thousand as you suggested, because they've got a long window. They've got uh, you know, get some of those fans to also buy Grey Cup tickets uh, for for November. Uh, you know, make it easy for people to go from here to there, etc. Um, all those kinds of things. They can work out sponsorship deals probably with BC Ferry, etc. If you're going to the game, twenty dollars off the normal ride, whatever it is. Those kinds of things. And they've got to do it. So I definitely go for 14,000. You got a nine month window. You got the Great Cup coming up. All of these things create excitement for football. And remember, the BC Lions are the only team amongst nine that are a, a name of a province as opposed to a name of a city. And this is what I think is really good what they're doing.
1: Well, of course, you're forgetting the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, Sorry, apologies. No, no, no problem. No problem. Uh, we, we, we know that uh, you're still talking, uh, our lawyers and your lawyers, in terms of the uh, uh, song, <laughs> yeah. uh, Nikita. Uh, you know, we're still weighing just, that suspension. It'll only worried. be longer now.
3: I'm experiencing, I'm experiencing cognitive dissonance because I'm just worried about what's going to happen to me, you know? So, anyways.
1: Well, no, 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 no problem at all. No problem at all. Uh, you know, uh, to me... As I said, they go to 14000 and they sell out. They do everything in their power to sell out. That would be a massive success story. This is a sport business story that only spawns more opportunities for the BC Lions. Think of the energy that Amar Doman has brought to the BC Lions. They've got a great cup hosting. Opportunity. They've got the opportunity to bring the BC Lions game to Vancouver Island and make a sport tourism event for Lower Mainland fans to come across for the ride and watch in that intimate surrounding of Royal Athletic Park. Uh, That's just the beginning. There's all the additional uh, uh, bells and whistles, the pre game concert to kick off the year. All these things have become part of the Amar Doman spectacle, so to speak, his governance of the BC Lions. Guys, fifth and final round of buy and sell presented by pastime sports and games again a reminder Kirk McLean autograph signing session Sunday December 3rd at the Langley location of pastime sports and games you can find out all the details uh, at pastimesports.ca including upcoming signing sessions with uh, Marcus Naslund uh, uh, Andre Kuzmenko so Trevor Linden number 16 Looking at all these matchups now, you got Eagles, 49ers, uh, they're vying for the top seed in the uh, 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 National Football Conference, the NFC. Philadelphia, San Francisco, Dallas, let's say, guys, those three are in the Final Four. And if you agree with that, my question is, who is the other NFC team that you're buying joins them in the Final Four in the playoffs, uh, two games out from a Super Bowl berth? Uh, is it the Detroit Lions who are currently in that position? Is it the Seattle Seahawks who had a respectable effort on the road against the Cowboys this week on Thursday Night Football? Is it Green Bay or is it another team? Uh, uh, Aziz, these going to go to you first.
3: I think it's going to be the Detroit Lions, and they they deserve it. Although I would obviously love it to be the Seattle Seahawks, but I think the Detroit Lions deserve it. They played a really good, they had a good season last year. Uh, there's, a, you know, they've, they've, they've been given a lot of, uh, good, uh, uh, critiques, uh, you know, at the start of the season. And I think it's, it's their time to do it. And they've been out of it for so long that it would be a real, it would be a real win for the NFL to have the Detroit Lions in
1: the playoffs. Uh, Very quickly, all agree that it is the Detroit Lions, especially because they win the division and they wind up getting home field at Ford Field to set up getting to that uh, semifinal round. John, in 15 seconds or less, uh, who's the fourth team that joins Philadelphia, Dallas, and San Francisco?
2: It's the Lions because they're actually so far ahead of everybody else by two or three games. and uh, So I don't have
1: any doubt. That's our Buy and Sell panel presented by Pastime Sports and Games.